Welcome to the Everything Early Childhood podcast designed for approved providers, nominated supervisors and other childcare leaders. This fun, lighthearted and very serious podcast features weekly episodes on strategy, advice and conversations with fascinating and inspiring people from across our sector. Join the journey and have access to the tools and inspiration you need to create high performing childcare businesses. Let's get started. Hello, friends. Hello. Welcome back to another episode of Everything Early Childhood. My name is Lisa. I am the founder of Platinum Education Group, and I am here with my associate again this week, Jake Beasley. Again. Lucky you. Welcome, Jake. Um, So in this week's episode, we thought we might cover um, something that sort of touches on multiple different elements and integrates into multiple different domains. But we thought this week we might talk a little bit about first impressions. So first impressions is can obviously relate to many different things. So today we thought we might talk about um, tours with families, so how to make a good first impression with tour with families, um, A&R visits, so having the assessor come and visit your service and how to set that up for success to have a good first impression, whether it's submitting your QIP, because remember that your QIP or self-assessment is the first impression that the assessor will get of your service, um, and then perhaps interviews and candidates coming into the service. Sounds good. So any potential visitor. So we know that making a good first impression is important for many different reasons. So the first one is building trust. So we want to have a positive first impression that helps establish um, our credibility, which is crucial in forming long lasting relationships with others. We want to create a lasting impact. So first impressions are often lasting and the difficult to change. So people are more likely to remember a negative first impression, which can have a long-lasting impact on future interactions. We want to open doors. So a good first impression can open doors and create opportunities for professional and personal growth. People will remember you and it can lead to many different opportunities with relationships and positive outcomes. Um, Setting a good first impression can set the tone. So first impressions set the tone for any future interactions and they can influence how people perceive and interact with you. And then number five is establishing confidence. So making a good first impression can help you feel confident um, and in control of the situation. And I think we've come across recently that it can also help parents have that perception that they also feel confident with how you're either leading a service or educating the children as well. So it's really important to make sure that you are building um, that trust and establish having many opportunities to set the tone for all of your interactions and building that positive first impression. So what comes to your mind when you think of first impressions? Mm, I reckon they're pretty hard to to fake. I think Mm. first impressions, you you can't pretend to be something you're not. Otherwise, the first impression you're going to leave is that you're a little bit fake. So I reckon what's important to remember with your first impression is that you play to your strengths and you, you, you recognize and you know yourself well enough to know what kind of message you're wanting to be putting forward and don't try and put someone else's message forward. Just figure out which one you're putting forward and then, and then run with that one and hone in on that. Like for example, the tours, 
like you might be a, I don't know, super professional service, like like a more corporate kind of service, and you might not want to shy away from that. You might want to lean into that. You might be a fun service, lean into that, learning, lean into that side of your personality. Just yeah, find your strength and and use it, and make sure that that's the impression that you're leaving. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, but so what I find is what's really interesting is going into services. A lot of the services are not aware of how to identify their own strengths. Yeah, well, because they see it every day. And so, how do you like? What's your suggestion well, on how do you recommend that they? That, that's identify? a podcast in itself, I suppose. Is is finding yeah. your, your own strengths, but um, yeah, just just remember that you're going to be the first impression of the service as a whole. So, um, ah. yeah, just, just remembering that and bearing that in mind to make sure that, that what you're doing is, is truthful and honest. Yeah, so just being really authentic, having a clear picture of who, who you are um, and who your service is. And I think that comes back to your philosophy, right? So just having a really clear philosophy of the service. Yeah, absolutely. And being able to portray that. And, like, day. first impressions, not everybody's good at them. So, um, like, I mean... Maybe you, sometimes some centres might want to pick and choose the person that they're having make that first impression. Like some people are natural born sellers and 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 personable people, and then some people aren't, and that's okay. It's just but, all a part of recognizing that strength. But what makes someone personable? Like, let's oh, really break it down. It's What's the for everyone? Like, crux of it. Like, that's do you what's think hard. it's? Do you think it's just someone who lives out the? like values and philosophy, like, you know, that's truly in them? Well, I mean, when we're talking about a service and leaving a first impression for a family of your service, mm. then um, then then that's one thing to just first impressions in general. Like, you, yeah, you want to be finding someone who can give an, an impression, uh, a physical embodiment of, of your service um, should, be, should be the person who is doing those tours and leaving those impressions. Yeah, so the way we set our team up, so if we just go through one by one, so tours, right? Let's yeah. talk about tours with families. So the way we'd set our teams up for success is that we would, um, I don't know, do one of two things. So the first one was that we would really work out what the strengths are of mm. that service. And then we would create a tour checklist um, just to get them started that they carried on a clipboard with them just to make sure that they covered all of those key points um, within that tour. And um, so obviously have that bit of a structure. But the best advice that we ever received um, or that I've ever heard about tours is is listen yeah 100%. so <laughs> ask ask questions about them and listen but I think at the same time it was important that we also tell them about us because it is like an interview right so they're either going to be a good fit for your service or they're not um, and you're you know you're going to identify that during that process and you need to be making sure that you're honest from the start so that those differences don't become apparent later on down the track and start causing issues for you like um, yeah. if, if for example, you're like a fun, pretty loosey-goosey service and, and you have that type of relationship with your families um, in, in that you're all quite on a, on a friendly level, then make sure that your, your tour or the impression that you're leaving gives off that impression because that's not for everyone. Like some people might be wanting a much more structured, much more um, professional, quote-unquote, like that kind of vibe. Um, and if your service isn't that kind of service, if you don't take yourself too seriously, then make sure that they know that because it's, it's yeah, not a right relationship if not. 
Yeah, so make sure it's really authentic. Um, we also like we so with the checklist as they're walking around but before they actually do a tour, we get them to come on a tour with us. So we might get them to just join along with another tour that we're doing for mm. a family, so they can start to pick up sort of the language that we're using and and how we're speaking to families. Because I think people can be taught how to have um, or how to be personable. And how to do tours. There are people that are better at it than others. I do agree with you. But I think people can be taught. Um, And then the third step that we do is actually get them to take us on a tour. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny because usually when I do it, I speak using a different accent and really pretend. (laughs) I love using accents. So I pretend that I'm a parent, literally, and I grill them the whole time. Because what we need to do is prepare that, like, what do we say lately? It's like um, prepare, prepare for the worst, hope for the best Mm. so we really want to prepare them for any questions that they're going to have come up but then the fourth step is as they do tours what we found to be a really great tool is to actually write down any like questions that we've got that we've never heard before how we answered them how would we answer them next times and any objections yeah but yeah this is all this is all just about doing a tour really though like uh like any you're right. Anyone can do a tour. Anyone can carry a clipboard around with them and read out some but questions. But it's a good starting point. It's an excellent starting point. It's an yeah. excellent starting point. Um, like, and so, yeah. shall we talk about the experience of the tour? Like, so the first impression, I always start the tour, obviously, to greet them with a smile. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's really important. Greet them with a smile. One, um, I, this speaks for first impressions as well, actually. One, mm. one trick that I always had was from the inquiry stage, be making sure that you're making notes on the conversations and on the interactions you're having with this family because when it comes time to actually meeting face-to-face, you can refer to them. I mean... And the children's names, yes, the family's names. That helped for me because I've got a terrible, terrible memory. Um, you might not need it, but for me, yeah, being able to greet somebody when they walk through the door with a conversation that has carried on from a phone conversation previous, like, oh, you've just moved into the area, great, how was the move, yada, 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 like just just being able to start off on a really positive foot of, I know what I'm talking about, I know you, like we're mm. like we're we're already you're already a part of our community, so let's just show you the next stage of it, which is our childcare center. Well, that's funny you say that. So the first impression isn't actually the visit. The first impression is the phone call. Oh well, the first impression is not the phone call. The first impression is the, the website. website. <laughs> yes, um, and then the website, the handbook, and so looking at all of those touch points to make sure that it's really singing your praises, yep. singing what you're all about. Like, there's nothing worse than a generic philosophy or a generic handbook or a generic website. Yeah. Um, especially like what's it called? Stock photos. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jake and I we talk about stock photos all the time. Um and so and even the next point of call actually that's really popular are your socials. Yeah. So what have you got on your socials right now? Like uh, lately I've been screenshotting um, and meant to share it. You know all those photos that you see where they've got their faces blurred out or they've got like love hearts or smiley faces? Yeah, I mean like they it, just it's, so, it's, sometimes, it. it's sometimes a bit tricky because so many centres do it and I guess it's, it's personal preference but uh, yeah, I, uh, I can't stand it. I, yeah, I, don't I, like, do it. <laughs> Yeah, because like uh, there's some arguments that it's disrespectful. Like there's like it's it's a picture of a person and you're covering their faces. Like it's just one argument, but I just think it just looks tacky. 
I just think as well, like the impression that people are going off are the expressions on the faces in the photos. Yeah. And if the faces in the photos are covered people up. People relate to photos. Like yeah. if you're looking at a photo of people and the faces are covered up, then it might as well be a blank photo. Yeah. Just don't put a photo or put words or put something else, a nice yeah. image. Um, but really be mindful of those images that you're sharing because those images will paint that picture of who you are in your centre. Yeah, it all adds up to that first impression. Exactly. And we say, what is it now? 11 touch points. So people need to go through with anything that they're buying or committing to. They say 11 touch points. So it's likely that any family that's even looking at your service is going even – so if we talk about employing people, even employees of services, like they're doing research now as well because they've got pick of the – Mm. Um, but yeah so they're going to go to your facebook or your socials they're going to go onto your website they're going to call the center they're going to ask other people who have potentially worked at the center as well um, so just to keep on the note of um, parent tours one of the things i love to do is take into consideration all the senses so um sight smell touch um not so much taste but sometimes you can offer <laughs> sometimes you can offer them some water or like you we know have, a drink we have, we have a coffee machine and in the coffee. fire ready yeah, to go yeah yeah so um how are you starting that tour because that first moment and that last moment are going to be crucial yeah um so we always say start and end somewhere that is going to leave a lasting impression yeah. So um, whether that's down, I wouldn't recommend standing down near your chickens that might not smell very great, but maybe in your veggie garden that's going to have all of the aromas and senses. Yeah. And just when you've got a tour coming in, just know that you've got a tour com- coming in because we all know unpredictable stuff happens. Like it might be at lunchtime and, the, and you've had rice that day and there's food all over the floor. So maybe on that day you might want to shake up your tour order. And, and just visit the centre in a slightly different order, giving time for the people in the in that room to be tidying it up. Like, I, everybody does their tours differently, but I, I very much f- had a pattern that I like to follow and cause, mm-hmm. just because I, I could do it in my sleep, what I was talking about. Mm. Um, so, yeah, but, but there were days where that had to be shaken up because, I don't know, there were beds left out or something. Um, yeah, just, just yeah, be prepared to be flexible, but no... no that you're leaving an impression and make a plan for how that impression can be the best it can be. Yeah, for your service. So what have we got? Coffee, offer a coffee, coffee smile. Essential oils. Oh, candles. Yeah. Um, just some nice music playing in the foyer. Yeah. Um, whatever your style tidy. is. Just be tidy. Oh, so clean. <laughs> the foyer tidy. Do you know that was the biggest feedback that we used to get from parents, like in general? Like this is very clean and tidy. Well, like a lot of families, not all families, mm. obviously, but a lot of families, honestly, don't, know a lot of what they're looking for if, if mm. that makes sense mm-hmm. like um and cleanliness is something anybody can comment on so it's always going to be something everybody is always looking for yeah um yeah and and the the advice i always used to give to families when they're looking for a service was that if you don't know what you're looking for just always trust your vibe always mm-hmm. trust your gut always like go in walk walk around the center and and if there's even a little inkling that it's not for you then it's not for you go find a different one because yeah like you said you've families have the choices yeah and there's so many different services out there and different philosophies Mm. um don't even be afraid to say to a family look i don't think that we're what you're looking for um so just but just ask so many questions of them beforehand um to work that out because it does go both ways you can say to them we don't think our service is for you um or they can say to you that they don't think their service is for them either yeah 
I remember the first time we found a family at my service who who wasn't quite a right fit, and I was actually quite a, a proud moment because that's when you know that your center has a philosophy and a way of doing things and a and a unique culture which which speaks to a certain type of person. And so, if you're at that stage, then well done you. You've you've you're not a generic center anymore. Yeah, well, your vibe attracts your tribe. Um, oh. <laughs> I've got to get that tattooed in my forehead. That's awesome. So, um, yeah, it's really important. And what you'll notice is, yeah, the more distinct that your philosophy is and the more that's embedded and lived within your service, you'll start to really attract or detract people that are, you know, your people and mm. your tribe. Yeah. yeah. Um, so A&R visits. Mm. So, oh, well, yeah, so A&R visits. Well, it's a different um, kind of first impression that you want to be leaving with this one. Yeah, and but I think your QIP or your self-assessment is really the beginning of that impression. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's not what I thought we were going to be talking about. But, like, yeah, your first impression isn't isn't just all on you. Like, yeah, it's a – so the the tours, it might be your website, your marketing, but A&R, your first impression's not actually you. It's going to be, uh, yeah, all that stuff where you submit. Yeah, so first of all, it'll be your submission. So it's really about um, the language that you're using. So you really want to make sure that you're using that exceeding language mm. to make that good first impression. But not only that, like going back to what you were saying earlier, Jake, about um, being authentic and real, yeah. like be really specific, like be really specific in your documentation with why and how you do it and how it's important to you and why. Yeah, and it's been really fun talking um, and communicating with some of the assessors who have assessed services well looking after um after the fact and and how much they actually do read into these self-assessments and qips and use them as a precursor to to the mood of the day like it's been really interesting to listen to assessors say oh i read your self-assessment and i was so excited to see your service because of of what you were saying and what you'd mentioned and 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 that they couldn't wait to be seeing in action all of the stuff what you'd been talking about within those documents so again as we've touched on don't fake it because <laughs> um mm-hmm. like yeah the if if they're excited then they'll come crashing a lot further down if if they're not actually seeing that in practice so just yeah spend the time on making sure that that's true authentic and 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 as positive as possible get them excited to come and see your center and then and then Show them it. Follow through. Follow through. Yeah. yeah that's and and take control. So when they come, yes. take control. Um, really be deliberate and purposeful about what you're going to demonstrate and Confident show on the and day. Organized as well. Oh, so like, organized. Yeah. When yeah. when they walk in, make sure that that the your impression is one of someone who is in control, knows what's going on, um, and yeah, is organized and prepared. So at our last, or not even our last one, but like two A&Rs ago or whatever with a client, um, do you remember that they were scheduled for two-day visit? Yeah. And everything was just so amazing and so organised. Got it down to one day. Like at the end of the first day, she says to us, she goes, oh, I've got everything I need. Yeah. But like we we worked really hard with that service to make sure that when that assessor was walking in, she was greeted with like we had a binder for her, like ready to go. Welcome pack. Welcome pack with the staff photos and their names, a little map of the service, um, just everything. And, and, And I guess that's not something that, an assessor would see every day so that was a a point of difference but and, and b just a great impression of okay this center knows 
what's going on he's making it easy for me yeah and all of that exceeding evidence was just really thorough all of that feedback from families um you know meeting theme three was so thorough um so it was really easy to be able to just demonstrate that evidence because of how we'd set it up yeah um and like when she said she wasn't going to come back the next day what did you how did you oh well it was a little (laughs) bit worrying to be honest like we 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 very much prepared for a two-day visit and then the you had the nerves of um has well, she really got have everything? we seen enough? Like, have you have we really mm. showcased enough of what we're doing? Like, I can, we were almost going to say, like, can you come in tomorrow? Like, we <laughs> yeah. we want to show you a little bit more. Like, we we, we don't want to leave any stone unturned. Um, but no, 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 that wasn't the case, and that mm. centre got exceeding all seven areas. Um, and yeah, big service to get it knocked out of the park in one day was was a very yeah very good feeling. Yeah, really proud of that service. Mm. Um, so, and I think, but again, that's just going back to being really organised and prepared, yep. um, making sure that you're covering all of those exceeding themes. But with the first impression, so is there anything um, coming up for A&R, knowing that you've got it, it's like yep. you've got your call, it's in five days' time. Yep. What do you consider, other than like organisation and getting everything prepared, what do you consider about the environment of the service and um, first impressions? Well, even before the environment, mm-hmm. um, I think a, a good first impression to be to be leaving is one of somebody who wants to be um, involved and wants to do well. And, and to that, I'm referring to the times that they're offering centres support, of which they do quite a bit now leading up to A&R. Like um, they often call you and, and ask if you need help with your self-assessment, ask if you have any questions or anything. My advice would be to take them up on that at every opportunity you've got. Um, not only for how useful it is, um, but also because it's the impression you're leaving and, and they'll know how many times they've spoken to you and about what and um, how involved you've been in the whole entire process. So if, if, if you're ignoring and blocking those calls and, and not taking advantage of those opportunities from the very beginning, well, they'll they'll know that. And then if there's anything not completely up to scratch, then the questions will be asked, well, why didn't you use us for help in that case yeah so take every opportunity you yeah. can for that support and help yeah yeah and then um yeah and then i guess like going back to the first one of just being yourself like the like one of the advantages we had i think on on that first impression was being personable and and trying to r- relax what can otherwise be quite a tense day mm-hmm. in a tense situation um like uh, assessors can often be expecting that so in my mind to be walking into a center where you're greeted with a smile and with a laugh and with a, uh, a joke in in my instance um and can i say <laughs> jake just has a way of like i don't know he could get away with anything i swear just he um yeah, I don't know. You're you're very good. Like it's one of your a strengths. Likable, smartass, maybe. Is well, when you meet people, you have a way of. I think, um, yeah. Like, do you? What it goes through your mind, or what do you think when that happens when you meet someone? I think j- just, I, I'm I, I'm not a fan of taking things seriously. Um, like even on A and R, like A and R day. Yes, it's like it's 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 one of the most serious things that a centre mm. can go through and, and people treat it with such gravity as, as they should, as mm, they should. Mm. But the way I, my coping mechanism for coasting through those stressful situations is by making light of it and, and trying to um, 
yeah, alleviate the stress by being nice <laughs> and and trying trying to not really buy into it as well. Like um, the expectation is there that it's going to be stressful. So if you mm. try and take a proactive reaction to that in 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 fighting it off and and trying to um, yeah trying to knock that tension back with laughter and 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 trying to keep things easy like it might feel a little bit forced at first but um off topic like have you have you heard of the the laughter therapy no what they do what what, just sit in a room and laugh yeah 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 literally that so there's like 20 30 people and they do it like festivals and stuff you at festivals yeah yeah like like um, a whole bunch of people like like retreats and stuff maybe but yeah a whole bunch of people and they all sit down in a big giant crowd and you you start fake laughing and you pretend to laugh and you pretend to laugh and then everybody yeah. thinks, oh, this is stupid, this is yeah, such a joke. Yeah, yeah. But then lo and behold, two minutes later, everyone's, everyone's laughing. laughing. Like authentically like, laughing. Authentically laughing, having a good right. time, not quite knowing why. Well, that's interesting. And so the reason yeah. I bring that up is because, like, yeah, it's it might be genuinely difficult yeah. to be trying to put on a smile and when you're so, so stressed and you're so yeah. and you're and you're freaking out and you're nervous. But if you try and break through that barrier and 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 um after I just spent ten minutes saying don't fake it. What I'm, what I'm saying here is fake yeah. it just a little bit, but then it'll become real. So you all yeah. Go. And I always say that like the anxiety and mm. excitement are the same emotion in yeah. the brain. Yeah. So I always start like every time, and it's so funny because I've um so many people are, like that I'm working with are doing this now. I'm like, just tell yourself, I'm excited, I'm excited, I'm excited. Yeah. And then that just rewires the message that's coming or yeah. sending from For, the brain. Like, it's it's so true. They're they're so mm. similar. Like. Closely aligned, when, yeah. When when you're running around um, waiting for the assessor to rock up and you've got that nervous energy, like yep. that nervous energy is like, it, it can Excitement. be good. It, it's, it's the same feeling you get before you go on the stage for a big performance yes, or something like, like that. like the butterflies in the stomach. Just, and and, and the... just have that as your output. Yeah. Like feel free to walk around to like the like different bounce rooms. Around, yeah, bounce around, jump, dance, put music woo, on. Woo. Yeah, love it. And have get a good sing-along. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, so with your laughing one, I was going to do a podcast on um, like leadership. Mm. And in order to actually be a leader, you have to be willing and brave to try something first. Yeah. So there's this video, I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's, are you surely you have? It's on a hill and this guy just starts dancing in the middle of a hill. Oh, yeah. The f- it's yes. a music festival, yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah, and, and like everyone's just in. looking at him like yeah. he's so silly. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. But then like, and after ages, like one person gets up, another person gets up. And then eventually, same with your laughing thing, everybody's up and everyone's yeah. dancing. But it takes that one person and that one brave leader yeah. to not follow everyone else. Yeah. And really, um, you know, set the tone and set the vibe and set the yeah. mood. Really, and I guess it's one of the hard things about being a leader. Like sometimes you've got to do stuff you don't want to do to get the best out of other people. Yeah, and, and like you might not be super super comfortable, like faking positivity. Um, like it might be a really difficult thing for you, but it you'll you'll reap the rewards of it if you do. Yeah. So something I always struggled with and it's sort of like a first impression thing, but sort of. Like I always struggled to give um compliments. Mm. And appreciate beauty and excellence. Like, because I'm such a high achiever, I always look at, like, what can I do next? What can we do better? What can we do better? And the, the team used to say to me all the time, like, okay, 
And I, and I honestly had to train my brain that when I walked into a room to notice something great about the room. Yeah. So it wasn't just what I went in there for. It wasn't just like direct on my mission. It was actually, okay, Lisa, every time you walk in, you need to notice something amazing that they're doing. Yeah, and just say it. And you need to say it, comment on it, and really build everybody up. Yeah. Because um, often, yeah, well, I don't – and it's, sometimes it's not – because I, I want to revisit this faking it, right? Like faking this positivity. Because mm. I don't think it's faking it. it I just no, think it's, it's not, not. It's not like it's being mindful and it's, being it's, in the moment. It's fighting through the thing what might be stopping you being positive. If, well, that if, feeling or that emotion. Like, like, yeah, being being positive is is a state of mind, but also yeah. so is being scared. Yeah, kind of thing. So yeah. you you have to you have to find a way to break through that being scared, which might in that moment be overriding the positivity feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You need to be breaking through the scared mindset so that that positivity can flourish. And whatever tools you've got to be breaking through it, like is is for each person to decide. Mine was ignoring being scared and trying to push it to the back of my brain, fighting through it with the positivity until it became genuine kind of thing and, and that positivity was forgotten because I'd spent so long trying to be positive. All ah, right. So you're doing that laughing therapy. Yeah, literally. <laughs> no, yeah, literally. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're spending but so much time that, in that a, positive that, exactly what it was. Yeah. frame of mind or mindset. Yeah. yeah, and maybe that's what it is, like not faking it but just practising. Yeah. Like practising being in that mindset yeah. and practising over and over again, like building that muscle, right? We know um, I'm not a gym person but I always use this analogy. Me neither. I don't know why <laughs> but, you know, in the gym to build your muscle big and strong you have to like continue to work the muscle um you know and work out so it's the same thing with anything like Mm. you have to continue to build it and bring it back to first impressions like feel free to like you need to practice giving good first impressions you need to be putting yourself out there and and um yeah and and like we've all left bad first impressions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and you learn from it and it's fine there's there's billions and billions of people in the world but oh exactly and but the Point is, I think afterwards debrief, like yeah. have have a debrief yeah. and start reflect. monitoring and writing it down, um, and reflect on. Okay, this time this objection was had. Mm. I didn't feel like I handled that very well. Yeah. What would you say, or what can I say next time um, to obviously make a difference yeah. to that? So, uh, like one story would happen to me. I was talking earlier about how sometimes I'd shake things up because there was rice all over the floor in my tours and and had to change it. Since we're talking about bad first impressions, that would be when I would be leaving a bad first impression a lot of the time, which I had to get better at when my routine was shaken up. Mm. So when my when my planned route of going through the center of a certain level, going upstairs another level and doing my spiel, if I had to shake that up, it would shake me up. Like I would, I would. Oh, if you were out of your routine, if I was out, out of, of your sync, rhythm, if yeah. I was out of whack, then because I would be doing so many tours, yeah, I got in such like a rhythm of side. it, yeah. Then, then if that got shaken up, then I'd actually have to think a little bit, and 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 having to think about what I was saying took away from my personality a little bit yeah. because I was having to remember stuff, and and yeah, it would it would shake me up quite a little bit, and yeah. so because of that, and on the reflection of that, like mm. yeah, I realised that I had to shake up my tours a little bit more so that I didn't just get stuck in a robot routine of prattling on about a centre. Yeah, and I would challenge you on that because... I was the opposite. I would ask questions before we even started the tour to work out what was important to them and then I would show them what was important to them and how we did it. 
Oh yeah, no. I had a yes. Yeah, so I had my, I had my routine of of mm. going through all the rooms and such. Yeah. And then as we were going around, because I had the information down pat, and because I had my routine and my robotic structure of talking about what I need to talk yeah. about and get all my selling points out of the way. Yeah. Because I wasn't thinking about that, I was able to really spend the time on getting to know the family and and building a relationship and actually, um, yeah, in between all of the all of the like informative bits just getting to know them and starting to build a relationship without stressing too much about the dry boring information yeah and that's really important to build that relationship um we go on and on and on about that and i think with your team as well so make sure you set them up let them know that i guess if we're talking about tours or a and r anyone coming to the service like let them know they're coming Mm. so they can be prepared for it and let them know what you expect um of them when you do get visitors to the center yeah 100 percent. and and like it was always so sad and surprising when when i'd have tours come around and i'd be speaking with families and they'd be telling me of services where they've been walking around and they didn't see educators engaging with children nobody greeted them with a smile no like and and like what a what an impression to be leaving a family like if they're walking around the center and and nobody's jumping up to to greet them and and mm-hmm. and do that like you, you know that a family's visiting your center so surely everybody would be jumping over themselves to leave a a good impression yeah well I, re- I guess not everyone no well recently um when I got a new car, um, sorry, bad example. Just a just a little three wheeler. No, yeah, yeah, just a little tiny thing. Yeah. Um, no, when I when I did the salesperson at the um, who served me, we ended up chatting, talking, like building a relationship. Mm. Um, she was ex early childhood, so um, and I asked anyway. We're talking about why but my point is, then she started to talk about. Um, customer experience and how much she took from her early childhood career that she was shocked that a lot of the co-workers that she worked with wouldn't even get up to greet people when they walked in the door Mm. they would just expect people to come over to their desk and not like actually stand up and greet someone Um, and I was like that's such I I was like it was a little proud moment because I was like you had good training like Mm. from early childhood that brought you into that well yeah maybe have that as a little bit of an exercise kind of thing like just just thinking about the impressions you've left throughout that day like it might be a good point of critical reflection of of asking the question of all the interactions i've had today um which ones have been positive and which potential interactions did i accidentally miss or or could have left an impression without me actually interacting with that person Mm. um like we come across a lot a lot of people throughout the day um and and yeah like i guess it can be hard to keep track of exactly which impressions we have left behind Mm. so um and even having that 360 degree feedback model mm. to ask people feedback because often um i don't know about you but often i find the impression is not what you think it is sometimes like it can be different to what you think oh yeah and it'll be different for everyone like as much as we talk about first impressions opinions yeah you still can't control how somebody's feeling yeah um and so yeah just like with everything just have a thick skin and don't take it to heart if it's not the best impression in the world you just learn from it and you like yeah also i guess sometimes you can't do anything about it yeah (laughs) like you can do mm. your best but just not mesh yeah (laughs) do your best best and not not mesh mesh. um and yeah sometimes they're just not your people right they're just not your vibe they're just not your people and that is okay too yeah um 
And I mean, you could even consider who's the best person. So if you've got different personalities of um, a, a parent or someone coming in, perhaps someone else, like you said, someone else, but really thinking about who that is, like, are they a logical, analytical person? They want all the facts um, or that, are they an emotional driven person and they want, so what kind of personality do they have? So either getting someone who has that personality that they're going to merge well with um, or um, just changing up your style. With how you're communicating with yeah. them. Yeah. All right. What about interviews with candidates? So having somebody um, through the onboarding, even onboarding, like interview, onboarding process, like first impressions. Yeah. I, like everything else. Like Similar. I, but different. Like, because I, I think with tours, um, like you're always going to be having a very similar experience to some extent because – it's your service that you're selling and your service is, is, is just one thing. I used to use it as an opportunity to educate families. Oh, yeah. That was you. Yeah. <laughs> that was, was like, a great you, you thing know what? to do. If, if we're not a good fit for each other, at least this family's going to walk away and be educated. Yeah. I guess with interviews, like, there's there's so many, so many, so many more variables coming into place with your interview process. Um and that you're going to be working with this person a lot, so you want to be making sure that it's it's correct. Correct. Oh, it is. It is the way that, that you intend fit. to carry on. Yeah. 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 Actually, some people are really that gives a good point because some services and some companies are really amazing at leaving good first impressions. Yeah. But then it doesn't follow through, and it actually doesn't paint an accurate picture well, of what they experienced through their whole. On on, um, on the time. other hand, for the educator coming in for the interview, it, yeah. like they can leave terrible, terrible, terrible first impressions within the interview because they're super nervous, nervous there yeah. for whatever reason. But then you put them in a room for thirty minutes with the children, and they light up. And yeah. it's um, yeah, it's it's yeah. So just don't don't discount someone off of a first impression, but or off paper like their resume or anything either. Yeah. Um. Do you like so? We've talked a lot about obviously the onboarding process, and we feel like we've perfected it. Mm. Um. But one of the biggest elements that we've always discussed was making sure that we have incorporated all of those elements to within that process. So really getting to know them, who they are. Yeah what their strengths are, yeah. a written ability as well, and then also engaging and interacting with the children. But that's all almost – so a big part of that is going to be happening before the actual interview. So the reason I liked that kind of process of getting a lot of stuff out of the way before the interview was because a style of interview I like is very, very relaxed. And, um, like, I don't – even with the tours you were talking about, like I don't like having clipboards. I don't like having questions to be asking. I, like, but I, when you're learning, when oh, someone's sorry, learning, yes, yep, yeah, I'm yep. not saying all the time, but yep. it's a good way for people to get started yep. um, with learning. And when you are learning, you need to have that bit of a checklist just to make sure you haven't missed anything. If yes. you're nervous, it's something to refer back to yep. um, just to make sure. And then eventually it just is like a second nature. Yep. But on the topic of first impressions within yep. the interview, like if you're able to um, like, yeah, be, be putting forward the 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 aspects which are making your center different and unique mm. then then that's good like which when it comes to looking for educators has been has can be detrimental mm-hmm. to in in some regards they they might not like that way of doing things or, or certain um 
yeah, the the personality of the interview is not as formal as you wanted it to be, and that's fine. Just um, yeah, just remember that the right person will come along who does like that. Yeah. Um, and I think that basing it off that, per- like, so for you, you said you have a really relaxed, informal interview. Um, I generally do based off the person, but I found that it looked really unprofessional not to have like written notes there yeah. as well. So I think it's really important to look like you're prepared. Yes. Not that you're unprepared. Man, I've been to interviews where they just said, can you come to my house? And I arrived at their house and they're literally, it was school holidays and whatever. And they the owner of the centre was literally in their pyjamas at their house. <laughs> See, I kind of like, like. <laughs> Do you think I wanted to work no, there? I kind of like that. <laughs> like that. I was like, That's what the like hell the, is this? Yeah, like, I'm, I don't know. I'm into that. I think that's kind of cool. Like Do that, you? That, that would leave me with a funny interview. Like I've, um, I have a funny interview story. Like but... I've had people, I've had people rock up to interviews in, in a cat onesie once because they <laughs> they come from a pajama day or something, and I was like, this is awesome. Like I'm I'm absolutely picking up on this vibe. This is oh yeah, yeah, this is great. But um, yeah, look, I, I don't know. Maybe maybe I got a little bit too comfortable or something. But I think just for me, people resonate with that honesty. And, and resonate with that relatability side of things. Um, like anybody can anybody can do an interview with a clipboard and Oh yeah. And, yeah, yeah, and if yeah. you're reading out some questions and sat yeah. down in an office with a panel of so three you people. F- so you feel like um during that interview process you have to give you have to have moments in time where you really with what they're saying you actually ask questions based on what they're saying leave the clip to get to like, don't them. leave it don't don't <laughs> leave it at home like have it with you yes, fine but yes. but deviate from the clipboard deviate from deviate the clipboard. from the clipboard like yeah, yeah. and and don't don't worry about the time don't worry just have have a conversation and just just get to know a person rather than just asking questions yeah. like otherwise they could have just filled out a form at home yeah and answer the questions however they wanted to if they've come in then 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 get to know the person and actually oh 100 percent. and just yeah and just try and have fun with it yourself like yeah yeah, you, like you, you can get a little bit stuck sometimes in going through the motions and and this is the fourth, fifth person you've had supposed to be coming in for an interview that day, but they're actually the only person who's shown up. So you're already annoyed at the world. and Yeah, um, but give that person that moment. Like yeah. they've, they've showed up. Yeah. yeah, Like they've showed up. And similarly to parent tours, interviews I always saw it as like, I, I loved meeting I loved meeting people. Mm. So it just gave me an opportunity to meet different people, um, share little insights and really get to know them. Yeah. And even if – honestly, I've interviewed people and it's happened to me. I've interviewed people where they were not the right fit for that role but then at other services I've thought about them later on and I'm like, yeah, they'd be a really great fit here. Yeah, absolutely. So whether you're um, – you know, you don't discount someone, I think. Like, really spend the time, get to know them um, because even if they're not the right fit for you or right now, they may be in the future. Yeah, and I guess not to be not not to scare people on the gravity of how important a first impression is, but if it's a bad first impression and a really bad first impression in the instance of educator, educators, for example, um, they're going to leave and, and tell their educator friends and yeah. tell their TAFE or college or uni. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mates who who might be looking for a job in the future to not bother i mean the same with families yeah um, same with anyone yeah like if you're one impression th- there's there's every chance that that first impression is going to be the only impression you get to leave so um yeah it's an important thing to think about what do we say make it count make it count make everyone also 
your vibe attracts your tribe. Yes, your vibe attracts yeah. your tribe. And I heard this advice from a restaurant, so I'll end on this, but we, I heard advice from a restaurant, right, the restaurant industry, and they said the quiet customers are the ones you want to watch out for. So don't be afraid if people do give you that feedback up front if it's like – quite confronting because you would prefer to hear it oh, up front. Awesome. Yeah, you'd prefer <laughs> to hear it up front. I'd love someone to be confronting rather than sneaky. Yeah, because if, if, it, if they're just quiet, those are the ones that you have to worry about because yeah. they're going to go and tell all their friends about their negative experience. Or um, type, type it on the keyboard. Yeah, and don't be afraid to ask for like ask for the enrollment just say this is how you enroll like because people need to know what the next step is and it needs to be really predictable. Yeah. So, and follow through with that. So, is, what did you think we're going to talk about with first impressions today? Oh, I didn't really know. We Is there anything used, else we, you want to add? Uh, not really. We, did, we we went off topic a little bit about a lot of different things. We did. Um, That's the point. But, yeah, the first impressions are important. They could be your only impression, but also don't try and fake a first impression. Yeah, just be authentic. Yeah, yeah, just be authentic. Just make sure that, that your impression is it's genuine. Yeah, and every touch point that they have with you should yeah. paint that picture with who you are, yeah. whether it's assessment and rating, whether it's families, yeah. whether it's you, candidates. Y- you, the person listening, isn't the only person who is responsible for the first impression of your centre. That sounded good, didn't it? What, it's a team effort? No, like your website and your and your touch points oh, yeah. and things like that. So all your collateral? Like it's no, it's no, no, that's not a word. <laughs> Jake hates work. Not the but all, right word to you. Yes, it is. Um, so all of that. Listeners, write in, please. <laughs> write in. Let me know. Is collateral a word? Um, it's a word. It's just not the right word to is. be using. No, it is because you've got to build up that collateral. But okay, we've if replaced you're a loan, it. But yeah, not, we've re- so. <laughs> we've replaced it with the word assets. So you've got to build those assets. So every time spent to build those assets, your website, your handbooks, yeah. your everything is is keep you keep cementing that vision, keep cementing yeah. that mission. You, you, you can build up your first impression. You don't just have to be a bull out of the gate and 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 win it in that moment. Yeah, and it takes time. It yeah. takes time to really um, hone in, practice again, growing those muscles, um, yeah. really practicing and, and honing in on it, and yeah. to make every moment count. To scream to the like, scream on top of that mountain, who yeah. you are and what you're all about. Yeah, my first impression used to be that I was an arrogant know-it-all. <gasps> but look at me now. <laughs> What's your first? Imp- what was your first impression of me? Oh, That's she's interesting. So loud. She's so loud and energetic all of the time. Wow. And ask me what my current impression is. <laughs> the same still the same <laughs> still the same intense um i never knew i was intense until until someone you, told me until someone honest told you yeah 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 i was like yeah okay that's fine um yeah awesome so awesome. i think yeah just leaving it at that like whatever your first impressions are any leaving thoughts or lasting thoughts um your vibe attracts your tribe you really like that one. I love it. Okay, cool. Um, so, yeah, let us know what you want us to speak about. Today's question was um, raised by one of our listeners through our new website. So, on our website, we just launched a new one today. <laughs> so, we just pushed the launch button. It's something we've been working on for quite a while. So, um, the story is really quick, just summary. Um, last year, so I sold my own service last year. Um, our websites were combined. So, it used to be with the same center website. So we needed to quickly hustle upon the sale to create just this standalone 
website. Um, it was all right. It was just pretty basic, but we've been working on it for a little while now to create yep. a really great um, user-friendly website. That, and now it's got my face on it. Oh, it's got, yeah, it's got Jake featured on there. Um, and I think it really paints a really clear picture of who we are, what we offer, yep. how we help services. The four stages, the four, four pathways, we call them. Four pathways of helping to support your service. Anyway, so go check it out, www.platinumed.com.au. Um, but on our website at the top, you can see the button, Ask Us Anything. Um, and so that's your opportunity to leave us any comments, any questions, or anything that you're feeling challenged by that you want us to visit in a future episode. Um, that would be awesome. And we can't wait to hear from you all. Um, we wanted today's episode to be a little bit lighter after last week's episode. So if you haven't call, um, caught last week's, was all about safeguarding your business um, and shared some pretty, pretty heavy stories. But a lot of people have commented to say that um, they appreciated that and really just um, took it as an opportunity to incorporate those things into their businesses. Um, so really important to make sure they're always protecting your business. But thanks so much for listening to our um, little fun improv Thank you. episode today. We can't wait to catch you. So new episodes released every Thursday. Um, and as always, we love to hear from you and just a reminder to keep making every moment count. So until next time, guys, have a great week and we'll see you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Everything Early Childhood podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. We read them all. (laughs) To catch all the latest from me, your host, Lisa Brown, you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Lisa Brown underscore Platinum Ed. Thanks again for listening. Keep making every moment count and I'll see you next time.